This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+. plus. Rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Stipper Schindler has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance! His name is Jack-Jack, Jack-Jack Rodoni. Is he your <laughs> bubba Tom or is he your boo-boo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, stop this podcast right now. I'm leaving. Um, hiya, Brandy. You all right, mate? I can't believe you've just opened with that. <laughs> I, I got I got dared to do it, and I'm a man. You know, don't dare me. I will um, I will definitely jump at the chance. Um, for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, um, one, I'm very glad that you don't know what we're talking about. But, um, yeah, it's a guy on the internet who came up with a song about Jack Grealish. Yeah. Um, I should introduce the pod, shouldn't I? It's the warm-up episode 108. Uh, it's Brady and it's Tom, and we're previewing the Swansea game. Uh, Thomas Bradshaw, how are you anyway, apart from my awful introduction? I'm good, mate. I think come off the back of that Easter bank holiday, and as a town fan, I think you've got to be happy with that. I, I, would, I was going into it when we looked at the runner results, going into it thinking I'd be happy with probably three points. Over that weekend, we've got four. Um, yeah, good, good job, Town. Could have had six, yeah. yeah. Played some very good teams recently, and we've picked up points, which is a very promising sign for the running, I think. Oh, incredible. I mean, like, like we were chatting before we recorded, if you look at a five-game run of Norwich, Millwall, Borough, Watford, Blackburn, get, to get 11 points in that... Um, Incredible, and we'll talk about like, some of the games coming up because I think it makes it quite interesting to predict. Because it's like, well, if you can, if you can do that, <laughs> you know, like surely, you know, can you keep it going? So, um, yeah, it's interesting. I suppose we'll talk a little bit about the, the Swansea game because the lads um, talked about the Easter weekend, but um, very encouraging signs. But uh, Town are away this weekend. They travel to Wales uh, to play Swansea, who's at 14th in the table heading into this one. They're nine points off the playoff bases, um, so you would. You know, you would like, mm, do they have a chance? But there's five games left. There's quite a lot of teams in between them. So, you know, you'd argue they don't have a lot to play for. Um, Sunderland, who we've got after this, um, that's maybe slightly different. But um, talking about Swansea, on Monday, they secured a 2-0 away win against Wigan. Uh, thanks for that, Swansea. And they're unbeaten in the last four of the Swans. 
Um, but looking into their home form, Tom, they're not great. So they've only won three matches in the last 10 at the Swansea.com stadium. Love it when uh, stadiums are just nice and easy to pronounce. <laughs> um, good sponsors. Um, but, and they've only won once in the last five at home. Uh, so we kind of talked about it there, Tom, but I don't know about you, but with this recent run, I'm finding it really hard to predict town games because if you can beat like one of the best teams in, in the league in terms of form in Middlesbrough, you know, winning win away at Watford, win away at Millwall, you look at a team that's sort of team from the league and you're like, we should probably beat these based on the recent performances. Yeah, and I'm totally with you there, Brady. I think for for me, I, I think we've got this when we looked at the fixtures originally when Warnock came in, I think we I mean we probably said on the podcast we probably potentially could be cut adrift by this stage mm-hmm. looking at things. And it is such a it's it's an amazing job he's done. So and, and now to have these games coming up where you actually think on paper, you think, right, town can actually go these to these places, get a point, maybe nick a win. Um he's just put us in such a good position. Um and yeah, I I I can't for once I'm going into I think I've been optimistic this season, Brady, but I've been kidding myself a bit most mm. most of this season. And for once I'm kind of going into Saturday thinking, yeah, come on, let's go there, get three points. Let's do let's get it out of the way. Let's kind of be safe earlier rather than later for once as well. That'd be nice. Yeah, it's not the town way though, is it, Tom? That's no. <laughs> not the way we do things. Um, but no, it would be nice. I mean, yeah, I think what's interesting about this one for me is, you know, a lot has been made and I think Matt put out a really good stat about, um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it was about the lack of possession that we've had. Um, so you look at, and, you know, we've still scored quite a few goals with such little possession. And you look at this game, Swansea love to have the ball. You know, I remember when we played played them just before the World Cup break. Um, mm. Took my partner's dad to that. And uh, I think that is genuinely one of the most boring games I've been to because um, literally nothing happened. But um, they love having the ball. They love just hanging on to it. But we, you know, and though we've conceded a few goals recently, um, they, I don't know, I, I feel like you can kind of contain them and let them have the ball. I think this really, I suppose what I'm trying to say is I actually think this game suits our style um, under Warnock. And that's, again, it's been unbeaten in five, isn't it? But I feel I feel quite confident heading into this one. Um, but yeah, I don't, it's tricky. I don't know. It's tricky. I, I feel I don't know about you, but it feels really weird to be confident about town. Yeah, I think I think we we were discussing during the Blackburn game, kind of saying how out of the last few games we've watched, Blackburn have looked the best team we've played in probably the last five games, haven't they? And I kind of look at the Swansea squad, the team, they've got some very good players, but I don't think they're going to match that intensity for Blackburn. And when you look at kind of how well we did against that kind of intensity, we we actually, we defended really well. And I, I to be fair to Blackburn, they, they probably deserved, yeah, they deserved a point at least, I think, from, um, from Monday. So... I kind of I'm I take confidence in that. I think like I think I think this town defense defensive line, the midfielders can kind of handle like Fulton and Cooper. I think 
Manning, he's a bit of a handful as well. But do you know what I mean? I think we'll be able to be able to handle them and and do all right. Um, so that that's given me even a bit more confidence going into this. I don't like how confident I'm ready. That's um. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't. And the thing I think the thing is we've always like and you talked about the fixtures. Um, and we've got five games left, and how we were looking at fixtures. You know, and you're like, oh well. You know, well, that's the one to kind of target. I feel like, given how mad the championship is, it never works out like that, does it? Like, you, you look at our remaining fixtures, you think you could probably win this. You think Sunderland away will be tricky, but, you know, who knows? And then you look at our Cardiff game, you're like, oh, well. But, you know, wouldn't surprise me with town if we lost to Cardiff, but then beat Sheffield United the week after. It's, you know, it's one of them. So, but Tom, you caught up with um, a Swansea fan, didn't you? Because um, it'd be really interesting to see what they think heading into this one. So, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I uh, caught up with Stephen from the Jackcast uh, to speak to him. Yeah, just about how the season's going. Um, and here that is. We've lost to a pub side. We've literally lost to a pub side. Hi, mate. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. So, how's your season going? It's been a strange season for Swansea, really. Um, a poor start, followed by seven wins in nine. Then followed by, you know, quite a long spell, really, of... You know, I think we picked up less points per game, about uh, 16 points in 20 games, something like that. But now we've got 10 points from the last four. So we're a bit of a, a streaky team, I would say. But I think a mid-table finish, all things considered, would be quite a decent season uh, when you look at the bigger picture. Who's a standout player for you so far? Uh, Favourite player, probably a bit of a, a tough one, really. I think Matt Grimes has been really good this season. Um, Ryan Mann in the same, but unfortunately he's out of contract and going to go. Um yeah, I think a lot of players have a bit like the team have been a bit inconsistent, have, have played well and then had spells when they're not so good. So, um, yeah, that's that's probably not the easiest one to answer, really. And what's your score prediction against Town? Score's a tough one. I think this isn't the an easy game for Swansea because obviously Huddersfield are on a bit of a good run now with Neil Warnock in charge and obviously need the points. Um, but we are on a good run. So I think it's probably not the great time to play us. Um so for that reason, I'm going to say a 2-1 Swansea win. Thank you. Bye. There we go, Brady. Um, enthralling stuff there. Um, it's always good to hear the opposition's views on what they think about town as well coming into it. Um, absolutely. And uh, I'm a lot more happy to hear it when town are doing well. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anyway, Tom, before we go on to the mailbag, uh, we will take a short break. Um, and this is now when I normally talk about Magic Rock and, you know, how you can get 10% off all online orders with the code AHTTC10. Speaking of Magic Rock, I was in there uh, on Bank Holiday Monday after um, after the Backbone game. And uh, I don't normally do this, but I, I someone actually recognised my voice from the podcast. And uh, they said, like, you know, I didn't actually get their name, but they said like they listened to the pod and they're asking when the next one is. So um, yeah, really, that was really nice. Um, so uh, yeah, sorry I didn't get your name, listener, but um, enjoyed that and uh, yeah, put a right little spring in my step. And my friends were very happy to tease me about how smug it is. <laughs> yeah, <I> bet. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, that was good. Um, but yeah, it was really good in uh, in Magic Rock on Monday. But um, of course, if you want to have the fun, the taste of magic. Um, get our code used AHTTC10 so cool let's take a break and then let's come back 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Cosy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You win... Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Okay, we are back. It's time for one thing and one thing only, and that is the mailbag. You've got mail. Mailbag time. Here we are. Uh, Joe, Scott actually sent me a question. Do you remember Joe? Listeners will know Joe very well. Um, and this is an interesting one, Thomas. He says, do you think Mac Pearson is going to finish the season as top golf scorer? Oh, I was um, I was actually thinking earlier, Brody. Mm-hmm. Um, so thanks, Joe, for the question. This is hilarious. This season, and this also is a bit like, come on, um, this season, our top goal scorer was Jordan Rhodes with six. That really surprised me, actually. Then it's Matty Pearson with five. Yeah. I'm, I don't know if I'm getting my information, including cup games as well, though, to be fair. But it's with five. Wardy on four, Ruffles on three, Rudoni on two. That says so much about this season. Yeah, that's, that is terrible. <laughs> I actually think Matty Pearson will be our top goal scorer this season. Absolutely. And the mad thing is he only, you know, he's been out for so long. He only started playing again in January. So, yeah, um, yeah, just delving into that a bit more. Five goals in 13 games. And he's averaging a goal every 191 minutes. <laughs> so with five games left, um, I could do Beautiful. quick maths. What yeah. he, you imagine he'll get at least another goal. Um, yeah. So and he's in a bit of form level. at the moment, isn't he? He is. Goal conversion rate, 63%. Like, those numbers are mad. Like, I don't even think Thierry Henry was on those kind of numbers. (laughs) That's incredible. Stick him up front. (laughs) Yeah, no, he's... um, Yeah, Tom, he's just been great, hasn't he? He's just been, like, so good under Warnock. And I I know Warnock keeps teasing him about that penalty against West Brom, but um, he's responded so great since then, hasn't he? Yeah, as well. If if that's the reason for it, keep mentioning it, Neil. If it's driving him on to get a goal every game, so um, I mean, Matty Pearson has almost been as um, instrumental as Neil Warnock, I'd say. Really, when you when you put the put it out on paper, um, it's just been so good to have him back in that team. So yeah, keep it up, and I. I was when I heard the question, I was jokingly thinking, "Oh yeah," but yeah, he's gonna do it, isn't he? Yeah, he's had, he's had eight shots this season, Brady, and scored five goals. <laughs> but that's just, yeah, I think that's a lot about talent as well that's coming. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, brilliant. Yeah, no, I think I mean, and the other thing is, if I mean, you know, for whatever reason, 
Warnock's not picking roads, is he? So, um, yeah, it's not like Jordan's. Although, yeah, I would like to see Jordan because um, how many goals is he on now for town? He's like he's not far off a hundred. Not far right? off hundred. I I feel like last time I checked that he was on. Was he on like eighty odd? No, he's on like ninety something, isn't he? Is he, he in the nineties now? He's really, yeah, he's not far off. But um, well, yeah, it doesn't look like Rhodes is going to play because um, it's you know Warnock's favourite is Danny Ward. So yeah. who again another player who's done exceptionally well recently, in my opinion. Um, yeah, okay, cool. Um, another player we're going to talk about who did very well, and this is one of the questions again, James, because I was you know at the game with him on Easter Monday. He, he was talking about a Jack Redoni chant. This is maybe one more for the for the cow shed, but. Mm. He's saying, would you prefer a Man U style rude like Van Nistelrooy, or do you prefer the specials a message to you, Rudy? Type chant. I mean, I did the Jack 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 Redoni, which Tom wasn't a fan of. Yeah, that's terrible. Um, yeah, you, you looked at me with such venom. Man. <laughs> what team bring it up? Um, but yeah, what what type of chant would you want for our our boy? I'm calling him our boy, Jack Redoni, because we've been. Um, champion him to get his yeah. first goal for town for quite some time. Um, I'd want some at catchy. I don't. I mean, the rude one's good in it, like rude. But that's. Do you know what I mean? That's not a chant. That's just shouting. <laughs> Aren't most so, chants just shouting? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd want some with a bit of yeah, some at catchy. I can't think off the top of my head. I wish I'd have heard this earlier. I might have come up with a few suggestions. That's fine. Um, but you should definitely put that out as a tweet and see if anyone has any. Because I think there's a few players that don't have um chance that that could get a couple really as well. So yeah. Um, I mean, uh, again, with this sounds like can be in um like criticizing fan chance, but I feel like they're always songs that are like 20 years old. So um Kaiser Chiefs Ruby Ruby Ruby. I could see that. Like, yeah, yeah, really that works actually, yeah. If if Cavs had started singing that, I want you to at the end of it shout copyright Brady Frost. <laughs> um something else. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I always like the ones that I've got a bit of like I like a bit of humour in them. Like yeah. um, you know, I know Lewis O'Brien didn't like his Factor 50 chant, but I thought mm. that was quite quite funny. Yeah. So um but yeah, no, anyway, like in all seriousness, doing a Frank Lampard transition there for you. Um, I want to talk about Jared Derny because I I know we've been championing him a lot, but I'm I, I feel like you know, and we saw that into that um, video of him with his with family after the Watford game. I'm so I'm I'm so pleased for him, Tom. I don't know about you. Yeah, buzzing. I mean, we said it all season. We've said it. As soon as he gets one, they'll they'll start coming. And he's on two and two, so let's hope he gets a couple more before the season finishes. I mean, he's only four goals off top goal scorer, so <laughs> um, I, I am I'm buzzing for him because I think that's kind of it's, it's been a really tough season for everyone. Been a tough season for him, big step up. I don't think he was potentially expecting to play as many games as this this season. Um, and he's he's done a lot other than score, and it's just really nice to see kind of that hard work come off for him, and and hopefully he can build on that next season in the championship with us. Definitely, and I think the reason you know we've been ch- like sticking up for him, and you know he's coming for criticism, is I do just think 
he's had to do a lot of lot of hard work. Like you say, he's played a lot of games. I think he's pretty, hasn't he played? Isn't he the player who's played the most games for us this season? I can't. Uh, yeah, I cannot remember the last time he wasn't in the squad. Yeah, so, and he's just been used in so many different positions. And you know, I think Matt was talking about it, but this kind of role he played against Blackburn, where it's like the number number ten slash second striker. That's what he was playing at Wimbledon as well as like on the left. And I just yeah. it's no surprise that when he's got a bit of confidence and the team's playing well, that he plays well as well. Um, and you know, looking ahead to the summer, and there's a lot of ifs buts and see what happens. But I just think if he had a couple more, um, you know decent midfield partners next to him. I think he could really flourish and really go on a run because, you know, he, yeah. there's a lot I like about him. There's a lot that I think he he does great. I mean, his, his work ethic's really good as well, which when you think of creative players, um, you don't always associate that. And I think, you know, he never stops running, always contributes to the team. And, you know, when we signed him, he looked like a player who had high potential. Um, yeah. But, you know, is it too early, you know, to expect him to do this? But he's he's really kind of kicked on the last couple of games and and hopefully, you know, he could have a great season next season. And I think we'd all really like that for him. So um, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, I think I'm I'm really I'm really pleased for him. Um we'll have to call this pod the, the you know, Redone Love Fest at this rate. But um yeah, just want just thought we should highlight him. No, definitely, Brady. Definitely. Fantastic. So Tom. Here's one, because uh, I basically I f- we're doing this very off the cuff and I forgot to do the shout for the mailbag. Um, so I'm going to ask you, or should we say, um, Freddie Brost asked this question to you, Tom. Um, it's not He's not worded it well, so I'll need to have a word with him. But um, <laughs> after the Watford game, we saw a very familiar town fan, uh, a famous town fan, who talks like this. Uh, that was my impression of Patrick Stewart. However... I saw he got quite a bit of criticism from, again, I say quite a bit, some criticism from online. And is it a case of shouting the loudest? I wanted to get your opinion on it because I was chatting to a couple of town fans and some people weren't like weren't bothered. Um, and some were frustrated at Patrick because he only turns up to town games occasionally and when we're doing well. Um, and I just wanted to see where that sits with you, basically. Um. To be blunt, I'd say grow up <laughs> to kind of <laughs> people people who get wound up by things like that. It's like don't I mean if that's winding you up, then come on, you need to just chill out a bit, really. Like um Patrick Stewart was there when we were all when we were in the the shitter, basically, wasn't he? Back in two thousand and was it two thousand two administration year season, all that rubbish. Um, he also lives in LA, doesn't he? So it's like I don't know what you kind of are expecting from him. And then my third point is, if he's turning up, the town media are never not gonna highlight that he's at the game. Like it's always gonna happen. Um, so yeah, that that's my take on it, Brady. I think there's um there's more things to worry about with the world in general and. And Huddersfield Town at the moment, like let's take all that energy on to just kind of staying up this season more more than anything. Yeah, I mean, listeners will be shocked to hear that. I, I agree with you. Shock. Me and Tom are agreeing on stuff. What? <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I think the thing that struck me was, and again, I'm not saying that it was all Town fans, and it was just you know just a couple of people on the line, and maybe you should take it with a pinch of salt. 
we just had an incredible win against Watford. You know, like uh, you know, it was such a great result, and I know it was three two at the end, but it was it was in it was an entertaining game. Like a lot happened at it, and I just think like if you're still wanting to complain about something, like you say, like I don't think he even lives in the country, and I'm like, so what? Because you know, like if he only comes to occasional games or when we started doing well, like let's be honest. We're all talking about that, and Cosy made a good point. It's like at the Norwich game, how many people were there? Like a midweek game that was a bit rubbish. We were down, like you know, he reckons there were less than eight thousand. Well, like, we were there on Easter Monday. It was absolutely packed because we're doing well. So, you know, yeah. I, I, I think it's kind of a divisive issue, but I really struggle with. Um, and I know you're kind of in the same, um, you know, same crowd as me with this, but I really struggle with people deciding who's a proper fan and who's a true fan because like everyone's circumstances are different whether you're famous or not famous like you can support your team however you want to support it and I don't think personally I don't think you have a have a right to decide who or how people can support their club because it's you know it's just as much their club it is yours or mine yeah exactly Brady um I think just some people who do and like you commend people who are literally at every home and away game Etc. Some people in that bracket do just it's just one of those, isn't it? They get a bit um yeah, you're not a real fan. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. look, it's um yeah, it's it's just yeah, that's my thing, like just your big babies. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm using that working far too much, but it's great. It's great. Um yeah. But if 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 he's coming, if he's Back in the country and coming might like, be great to see him pop in and yeah, maybe do a little halftime talk or something. Um yeah. Yeah. How, how old is he now, actually, Patrick Stewart? He must be um Tom, you you're doing a lot of questions to me that I have to Google during the podcast. Pushing so. pushing eighty. He's an old man, isn't he? Yeah. Um, that's much I know. He is eighty two. Eighty two. He looks good for eighty two, you know. He does. Yeah. So there you go, Patrick. Well, I'll tell you what, if you're 82 and you can still make the odd game, fair play. Yeah. <laughs> That's my opinion. So, um, yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> anything else you want to say about that, Tom? Do you like no. Star Trek? I've never watched Star Trek. I think I've always been a Star Wars fan, if I was. Yeah. Are, you a, are you a Trekkie, Brady? No, I'm not a Trekkie. I've not, I've not really seen Star Trek. But um, yeah. I do like Patrick Stewart. So, you know, it's like the bit from um, not the office. Sorry, oh, it's cut this. <laughs> this is all staying extras up. where he is like, Have you ever yeah, seen that's... Star Trek? You're yeah. a single man, you live on your own, <laughs> and you're not married. <laughs> yeah. great. So, yeah, lay off, lay off, Patrick. That's what me and Tom are saying. Um, uh, let's move on before we get any more pelters from Tom. Yes. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. The snowflakes sticking up for old men. Uh, okay, so the lineup against Blackburn. Um, it was quite a few different reports on this. I'm going to go with BBC Sport, even though um, BBC Sport have been um, very interestingly, you know, unreliable before kickoff. Um, my favourite was when I can't remember what game it was, but they had Matty Pearson in the front two with Ward. Um, but as we say, he is our top goals, like our top goal scorer in the team at the moment. So fair enough. Um, but they went with a five-four-one in that game. So it was Pearson, Lees, Halleck, Ruffles, 
Karoma as your back five, and then you had Hungbo, Hog, Rodoni, Kasumu, and uh, Danny Ward up front, um, and Vlasic in goal. Um, Vlasic, I thought, was incredible against Blackburn, Tom. Yes. Uh, if we're talking about players, I thought he made some incredible saves and he was very, you know, I know that one at the end, he parried and the guy followed it in. But it's very unlucky. I think it was one of those where the header wasn't that good. No. And because it wasn't further in the, to the side, I think Vaslik has dived and it's, he's almost been forced to push it out rather than to the side. Um, it's just a shame that if the header just had a little bit off it, he'd have probably claimed it. Um, the only thing that the good about that header was the power on it, and then it's caused the 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 direction of the save. I think it's such a shame, but yeah, really good, really. Um, I'm I'm so pleased that he's he's here. Um, just to see us kind of for the last these last few games because um, without Nichols we were struggling, and now to have him, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, and we said last pod, didn't we, that um, you know, if all parties were interested, you you would keep him the next season, despite Nichols still being number one. But you did also make the point that um, you know, he could still have a really big part to play, and you know, get a couple of clean sheets would help. He didn't get a clean sheet in that game, but I think he definitely uh, proved he's a quality keeper. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's why you're putting uh, Billy Kapic in there for this one, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, so what would you what would you go for this game against Swansea? Um, um, would you make any changes? Because I have to say, I don't know if it's just. Well, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Brady. But Swansea, do they like to play four three three? Yeah. Um, and they like to keep the ball a lot, which I think Blackburn like to have the ball, but Blackburn were very direct and they were very good at the press. Mm. Whereas from when I've seen bits of Swansea, they're just a little bit. It's it's more. It's kind of all about the build up, isn't it? And yeah, I think if you Warnock's going to look at it and be like, oh, if they want to keep the ball, bloody hell, let them keep the ball. I know, and, I, and to be honest, that probably frustrate the home fans a little bit if they're not getting anywhere, and Town are just being one of those annoying teams that <laughs> just stops them doing anything. Um, I mean, Blackburn pretty much set up with a 4-3-3 a three, three as well, didn't they? It was a bit more of a... I think Dolan was playing a bit higher. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a similar-ish lineup, which it looked <laughs> at points. I didn't know what it looked like. At points, it looked like we had seven at the back. Um, but it, it, was it like a five four one? Possibly. Yeah, that's what they're reporting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there was points where Ruffles and Karoma. I it, honestly, I think you you probably had about four different formations throughout the the game, which oh, is yeah, which is actually really good to see that the, the players do look like they know what they're doing. So they they're obviously listening to to Warnock and certain parts of the game you've got to go into this blah 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 um so i'd i'd probably say that it'd be somewhat similar um so we had vaslik and then back five pearson lees helic ruffles karoma and then the four of hungbo hog rudoni and kasumu and then ward up top yeah. i i probably 
I think Reg was unlucky to miss out. So, and looking at the Swansea team, I'd maybe bring Reg back in because I think what he has done well is dropping him on someone. And I'd almost be like, right, Reg, you're on Grimes. That's exactly what I was going to say. Matt Grimes in that game we played at home, um, he's a yeah. player I really like. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I'd love it town because um, he's a metronome, isn't he? He just makes everything tick. So, yeah, yeah that's that's a change I'd make, bring Reg in, put him on. Um, Would you bring him in for Hungba or Kasumu? I think I'd probably do what we did against... Um, uh, Middlesbrough. So I'd go four, two, three, one. So like, yeah, Pearson, Metallic, yeah. Ruffles. I'd have Hogg and Reg. Yeah. And then I'd probably keep Humbo and have yeah. Ragoni and Karama with Ward up top. And then, um, yeah, I I just think that Kasumu. Um, I think you're right there, Brad, as well with the Middlesbrough shout with the Middlesbrough formation. Probably yeah. closer. I to mean, that. I I think you can get a Swansea more. Um, you know, I know we can't. We scored four goals against Middlesbrough, so that sounds weird. But yeah, you know, I do think you can catch them. Um, I don't think they're defensively as strong as you know, like some of the teams we played recently. So would try and be a bit more on the front foot. I, I think I'd like to see us go. I think we should go for this. Not that we haven't in the other games, but this one looks a bit easier on paper. Like they're mm-hmm. going to have a lot of the ball, but we saw what happened with Blackburn at the start. We can sucker punch them, um, yeah. and I think if we. You know, for example, if we got into a 2-0 lead against Swansea, mm. I don't think they'd come back in the way Blackburn did. Um, so, um, yeah, yeah, I think that's what I'd go for. Kasumi, for me, he didn't have the best game against Blackburn, um, but he's filled in a lot of roles and he has been quite good recently. And, you know, this is bearing in mind that played at Watford and, like, you know, that's, what, two, three, two games in, like, you know, four days. So, um yeah, I don't know. I think he just drops to the bench. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I think, like you said, Reg is probably a bit knackered, but I'd bring him back in for this one. Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah. Sorted then. Sorted, Brady. Send that Send that off to Neil. Um, He's already got it, mate. He doesn't need us yeah, to send right, it. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, we going then for match prediction for this one? Um, I think we can win the game. I think we will. I think we will win the game. Oh, would you? I think for me, would you another clean sheet? How do you think? So I think one nil win. Oh, I nice. think it's go. It could be very similar to Millwall. Who's getting that one? Who's getting the all important goal? Mm. Jack Rodoni, three and three. Yes, <laughs> yeah, Jack. We're going to keep backing you. Um, I, I, I don't. I still think, even though we're good defensively. I, I could see who's conceding in this, but I, I've gone for a two-one win. I've also gone for Rodoni to get one of these, and I think I think Karoma might score in this. Um, because I think he was very good against Borough. Um, you know, and it's just yeah. Do you remember when we said about playing him in the team and um you know people were like, No, it's done. He's proved yeah. us all wrong on this, so he's been incredible. So yeah. Um yeah, I don't know, there's just so many good positives to talk about, Tom. We could do this all day. Look at that, we've both gone for a win Oh, and it would be great if we could have that because like you say, I would love to go into the final game of the season and not to be stressing. Yeah, it, it's be quite interesting atmosphere, won't it, actually on Saturday because I think quite a few Swansea fans wouldn't mind seeing us beat them. Yeah, if we, yeah, if it affects Cardiff. If it affects Cardiff. Um, 
because they're they're safe and they'd have to go on a hell of a run to still make the playoffs, really, in reality. So I think, yeah, it would be quite interesting, especially if Cardiff are losing and everyone's looking at the phones. Yeah. It's like you could really, yeah, hit them where they hurt. <laughs> That's a really good point. In fact, you've you've set me up nicely because we'll come on to Kwan's question. A few things, the things change, but also a lot of things are still the same. Um, so Kwan's question this week was: Do you focus on just Huddersfield's results, or do you check our relegation rivals' fixtures as well? Um, I'm going to ask for your opinion, Tom, but I I think I pretty much know anything with the same. But um, I'll just read some of the ones. Yeah, we got through. Uh, Tony Up North says, I watch all the rifles results and get far too happy slash annoyed at the outcomes. Uh, Mr. Witterbix says, I check all results. I had a little giggle last night when Preston scored and uh, shouted at a West Brom supporting mate when they drew with QPR. Oh my God. I saw, obviously, QPR, you know, been terrible thinking like a stone. Did you see the air equaliser? No, I've not seen it. Keeper kicked it into the. A player trying to clear oh. it went into an empty net. Thanks, thanks for that, Carlos. Tom, get booing him. Get booing Corbran. Boom. Um, Goreng says, started looking at over results uh, when we started winning. Before that, there seemed to be no point. So I definitely thought we were going down. Yeah, I think we agree with you then. Um, yeah, and he says, does anyone think Reading and QPR are both going to win two games each? If not, we're almost there. That's a really good point because um, obviously Paul Ince has been sacked from Reading as they sit in the relegation zone. Um, I was sat, speaking of fixtures, no surprise. I also check the fixtures. Uh, I think looked at it last season when we could have finished anywhere from third to fifth. Uh, and I've unfortunately got used to looking at the other end of the table where we currently are. Um, Reading's next three. Mm. They're tough. So they've got Noel Hunt. Do you remember him? Um, yeah, he's back in it for the, yeah, he's in to the end of the season. So yeah. they're not they're not bringing in someone like yeah they're not bringing in someone new so it's him, which will be interesting. But sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. I mean, you kind of look at Wigan; it hasn't really worked. Like, um, is it Mahoney? Yeah, um, sure, Mahoney. Yeah, has come in, who's ex player and all that, and it's not really. So I'm kind of hoping it happens at Reading as well. Um, yeah, yeah go on, go through and bread because they they've both got difficult fixtures coming up, haven't they? Yeah, so Reading's next three are Burnley, Luton and Coventry. Um, I mean, who knows? Because obviously, like, you, we've talked about how Town have done really well in those, um, you know, unexpected fixtures the last five, getting all those points. Yeah. But um, I don't know, you do look at that. And I think Burnley, yeah, I know they've secured promotion, but I think they want to go for that points record. Um, so, yeah, Luton, very good team this season. And Coventry, well, we know what they can do. Uh, so, yeah, it looks tough. I mean, yeah, Tom, were you looking at the other, other team's fixtures? Cardiff? I well, think QPR they've got... I've got um, QPR have also got Coventry, Norwich and Burnley um, and Stoke. So they've they've got a couple of games. I mean, Stoke have been on good form, haven't they? Um, recently, like this, Neil seems to finally have found some sort of form. Um, but those other three games, teams that are still in and around that playoff hunt. I mean, that's why I kind of, you know, Sunderland. I mean, we've got Sunderland, but I mean, I, I take it positive because we played teams in that air, in the in around that area and beat them. So, 
Mm. Whereas I don't think um, QPR haven't pulled up any trees recently. Famous last words from me, basically saying. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I look at the results, Brady. I do those little filling in the what scores I think it's going to be and see what the table looks like. Yeah, I'm terrible. I look at the stats and everything, and I get that makes me even more annoyed. Like when I was looking yesterday, and Rotherham were basically what we'd done against Blackburn had about two shots, fifteen uh, percent possession, and um. Who were they playing Norwich, weren't they? Norwich couldn't kind of break through and yeah, come on, David. Do us yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm terrible at it as well. What about you? Yeah, well, uh, so you talked about looking at having a little fill in. Sue Arthur says she makes a spreadsheet where she can predict results and calculate final league table, and she says she needs a life. No, that's not that's useful. So oh, yeah. that I want to see that. My um, dad, um, I just say man, one of my favorite things I remember. Well, he still does it, but growing up, he just uses the back of an envelope and when it gets this start of the season I bet if I went around to my mum and dad's house there'll just be envelopes with the league table like the bottom few he does it all the maths and then like writes it out he's like he's like Thomas have a look at this this is where I think we're going to finish <laughs> well I, I want to hear what Mr Bradshaw uh, thinks thinks where we're going to finish I want to hear that so uh, do let us know for the next pod yeah, uh, Lord of the Dancers I take as little notice of everything as possible I'm nearly 50 with high blood pressure I have to protect myself definitely <laughs> uh, and Joanne says look at all I look at all the results and check out Leeds and Forest too even if we lose I feel better if they do too yeah yeah. Uh, I watched um, you know not that we talk about the, the team but I did watch the Leeds Crystal Palace game where they lost 5-1 with a Crystal Palace fan so um, oh brilliant it was, yeah, it was good fun um, yeah sorry just, just on the results as well I think what's really interesting before we close is Cardiff are playing Sheffield United before we play Swansea so um, you know they're half 12 kickoff and we're 3 o'clock so like you say that could be that could be interesting for town because they could know, you know, obviously they'll be going to win, but it'd be yeah. if that affects anything. And Sheffield United are close, aren't they? I mean, Luton, I mean, look at Luton. Yeah. Look at Luton. Third, 71. Sheffield, uh, Sheffield United got the game in hand, though. So. Yeah, but, but you know, they've got the FA Cup semi final, haven't they? So, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see, Ooh. we'll see. But yeah, um, I think that's it. So, Tom, we both look at the results, don't we? Um, yeah. And we're both quietly confident about this one. So, who I look forward to the 3-0 defeat. <laughs> I know, I was just thinking that then. Oh, no. Um, but yeah, is there anything you want to say to listeners before we shoot off? Uh, enjoy it on Saturday. Be loud, as usual. I hate going to Swansea. <laughs> I've been a few times and I've I seem to have just seen us get beat. But I had a look and we have got a better record. We've got a good record against Swansea in over history. I think we've won 26 games and only lost 17. So positivity. We can do this. Believe in Colin. He's an absolute legend. Here, here. Colin Warnock is a legend. And, um, you know, I think... Which would. Um, we might be cheersing to him for helping keep us in the division coming into the season. So I can't I can't wait for that. So uh, we will see. But yeah, that's everything for this one. Uh to Tarf now and up the town. Up the town. To town play up. We'll bring the car back to orders.
Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via muck delivery afterwards. Three points, nut nugget share box, spot on. Order muck delivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> 